millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Babysitting Trevor with me, Chris Martin. And me, Carl Donnelly. Soon joining us is the man who's all about. Mr. Trevor Crook. Trevor Crook, the enigma, the man. The man, the myth. The myth, the legend. <laughs> if you've been listening to the first four episodes, you know what's, what he's yeah, about now. It's been great fun. Um, we set him homework each week. Yes. More often than not, he doesn't do it. what percentage of it gets done. <laughs> Still, Today, maximum about 50%. Maximum 50% he's done. Yeah. This week, I was excited S- yeah, because was... I'd set the challenge of Trevor <laughs> taking you to the gym and getting yeah. you in shape. Unfortunately, we'll give him a mulligan on this one. Yes. He he was unwell. He's been unwell and for I a few days. And I think actually unwell rather than made up in his head. I need yeah. to see the doctor unwell. It was genuine under the weatherness. Under the weather. So unfortunately, he couldn't train you. No. So we're going to maybe do that next week. So instead, you decided to give him while he was ill. Well, just I sent him a list of things to try and do to get better. I found a website with like 25 things you can do to make yourself better, uh, which I thought he might be able to work through them. Just read them, see what he thinks. So we'll find out how he, uh, how he got on do with those. He, do you reckon he did any of them? Uh, well, actually, a lot of them were things uh, like um, have a rest. <laughs> so I reckon he's been very successful this week. It's right up his street. <laughs> and I gave him, I thought, which is even if you're unwell, I said, just, just give, you, give your lovely wife a massage. Yeah, that surely can be done. You'd hope so. But it's true what we're talking about here. Exactly. Right, welcome Trev. Hello Trevor. Welcome back to the voice. Have you, do you ever do accents? That sounds like a sort of posh English accent. I'm not very good at accents. I, I I've got um I can do them uh, I can do sort of if I want to, I can talk very posh. <laughs> What's funny as well because uh, Julia hasn't been here for the last three episodes. No. Yeah. Just for that whole thing when we said you action, she's shaking her head at you <laughs> in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's not. Okay. I think she's a big believer. And I can do a broad Australian accent uh, quite well. Yeah. Go, <laughs> yeah, mate. What's fucking going on? I oh, just yeah. get fucked, will you? <laughs> Which is just. Your accent, yeah, the your word fucks more regularly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. that's it. Didn't you do an accent I, I, course? I, 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 this, is, <laughs> this is funny you say that. Actually, yesterday in the car, my wife, we were listening back to a, a recorded an accent, two accent classes done with an American yeah. about helping with an American accent. American's like a banana, and you, you, English are plums, aren't they? So you've got a plum in your mouth, it's like an English accent. Is it? What's that? Australians Australia, like a, a, a boomerang in your mouth. What's the banana one? American? No, American's American. like, they say like, it's like more yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. kept saying it's like a banana, yeah. it's longer. Oh. 
So what, yeah, what's an Aussie one then? Yeah, something squashed, fucking squashed. Butternut squash, mate. Yeah, butternut squash. Is that, yeah. is that any top ten? Is that any <laughs> top ten vegetables? Be a slice, <laughs> like a slice of fucking mango or something. It'd be a flattened. <laughs> slice of mango. A flattened thing. Yeah, yeah. You do love mango. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's great to have a bloke just stretching on the podcast there, Jeff yeah. Mitch. Jeff couldn't be asked to get to that sentence without stretching his body out. I can't remember, was mango in your top ten fruit? It was number yeah, it one. Yeah, it was actually, yeah, it was number one. Oh, it was number one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number one. Does, has it been number one for a long time? Oh, yeah, it has for... Um, it's never been knocked off the top 20 spot. 20 years. Nothing's come close to beating mangoes. Mangoes <laughs> really? are like fucking the king of all fruit. Do you ever get mangoes at home? No, not in Australia I do, yeah. But yeah. you don't even get them here, they can get them in the supermarket, you can get them in Tesco, Trev. Do you, do you ever get them mangoes? Yeah, but I, I'm, again, I I've got to know where they come from with my food thing. You know do you mean, mean where they come from? They're in Tesco. What do you mean? It says on the packet where they're from, doesn't it? Yeah, I know, but if it comes from a, a country I don't like. So, <laughs> so do you have certain countries? <laughs> this is great. Which country will you not eat? Well, when you say country you don't like, you mean country that you don't like their politics? Yeah, it could be political. Really? Yeah, it could be could be their, their hygiene standards. Wow. Um, so will you not eat Politically like, speaking, what, what yeah, countries well, yeah. do you avoid? Um, what as far as mangoes go? <laughs> just um, about I generally, yeah, I, I generally I, Russian I mangoes eat, I give a miss I, to. But I don't think I'd eat anything from the Middle East. Any Middle East dictatorship I'd refrain from really? buying from, yeah. Um, That's the problem because a lot of dates do come from... Uh, yeah. I love dates. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, a lot of them are from Israel. They do make a good date, but they also make Palestinian a lot of... Palestinian dates are, are brilliant. I know, well. but they're easily to, it's easy to buy Israel. I assume, I, it, I, yeah. assume we've got this a deal going divided. Divided. <laughs> divided over our dates. No, yeah. I prefer Palestinian. Yeah, but I buy Palestinian. Oh, really? They're okay. actually very easily, readily available in not London. In, not in Sainsbury's. No, no, not in the supermarket. You've got to go down the, the shops, innit? Go to a Palestinian shop. Well, not just a Palestinian shop. Yeah. It's sort of local shops so will you where eat I live. Stuff from Israel? No. Okay. No, no, I draw the line at those fuckers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, I do. No, no, I'm not. I'm not particularly against all Israelis, but I mean the government's fucking appalling. So what? So what other food from what other countries are you sort of in your no list? I think seafood. I've got to be careful. What I about prawns? Oh yeah, I'm very wary of prawns. You were going to buy some the other day, and um, I said no, they come from there. I don't want them. Would you? But prawns are from the sea. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the fucking sea's pretty general, isn't it? What's what's yeah. in the so what, sea? How do, you, how do you know where you draw your borderline on the sea? So, so what, what's, what's your prawn? You just want international waters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, interna international, uh, non-fascist waters. Now, I'd say it has to do with pollution, really. I, I don't like in. If you go to Thailand, that place is whole. They're spraying that place. That is true. Repeatedly they... with Agent Orange and DDT and shit, and it goes in the waterways, and the seafood comes out, and it's like full of. Fucking radiation. So did she try and buy some Thai prawns and you just... Yeah, yeah, so I went, uh, she found some from Greenland, which may be acceptable. Maybe it's maybe acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. you, they're, 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 they're quite environmentally friendly. Sort yeah, of scan, yeah, yeah, scan yeah. Is it scan what, what if the prawn had only just got into like, you know, sort of Thai waters? It had oh. actually come from really healthy waters, but it just got picked up in Thai waters. It might yeah. be all right. Yeah, I don't, you don't know. know it was, maybe it was holidaying in Thailand and then that holiday got cut <laughs> short by a fishing net. Yeah. We got Fukushima, uh, not far from um, that general region. Oh, that yeah, yeah, Japan, yeah, yeah that so whole radiation. Any seafood in there has to be questioned. Right. right. Okay. So I wouldn't eat anything from the Pacific. From the whole Pacific. The whole Pacific. Yeah. But no. it's, I thought it was sort of. Pacific's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's full, thing, of, isn't full it? of radiation from Fukushima. Wow. Okay. 
Must uh, be, nice. be a lot of reading involved in your shopping trip. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it must be. Must be a nightmare shopping for yeah, trade. It, it is. It's difficult with me. I, I read every label, and, and then I've got to philosophically uh, get very introspective about the whole thing, and then come to a conclusion. If you're in a restaurant, yeah. right, oh, and yeah. they, do, do you ask them? No, I every, don't, I don't. You just you just risk it. Ignorance is bliss. Okay, yeah, so you don't know about that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the the chef, and because if I see a chef and his big hairy fucking disgusting looking person yeah. fucking off eating yeah it's so. a weird one like when people when you go to like Pizza Express and you can just see all the people in the kitchen it, there is part of me that thinks I don't want to know who's doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. right yeah 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 it's yeah, weird yeah. so do you would you, you know in some posh restaurants when the chef comes around and chats to you about the meal would you absolutely would you say yeah, yeah, how's I, your I, meal I prefer I if you didn't yeah, come and yeah, ask me I wouldn't me. look him in the eye <laughs> <laughs> homework this week Trev was it was you and Carl going to the gym together yeah that's that right. was a spanner in the works because you were you've been you ill were actually ill yeah what rather yeah. than thought you were ill yeah, and, no, and no, still I, are you're I still very um, uh, over Christmas dinner did you collapse oh yeah you know not, not, I wouldn't say collapse bit of a <laughs> dramatic but I just felt unwell okay yeah, <laughs> you felt poorly <laughs> so what's your reason about it huh? you, t- you emailed me about this who do you blame for your illness uh, I've uh, got a friend of ours. I won't. Uh, Julie will, will defend him to the hilt, but I think what he did was just a bit of a cunt act. What happened? Yeah. What happened? Well, he came over here coughing over our place, coughing. Oh, and somebody spluttering. came over ill. Yeah, he was coughing and spluttering and not feeling well. And I thought you should have just not come over. You know, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's the it Christmas. wasn't imperative to come over for dinner. It's different if he if he has something to do and he can't help being out in the general public. You go, well, he can't help it. He has to do this and do that and if yeah. he makes people sick that's bad luck yeah that's just not his fault but when you so deliberately come house. over and like cough over my dinner oh. and i come collapse with this fucking ins- evil so virus is that what know. it is it's a virus yeah i think it is yeah but hang on i thought you can't get a virus from someone else i thought virus was a. Uh, well, a certain i thought like those like viral infections are things that you can't really spread but like a uh, bacterial infection is it a bacterial sp- infection no yeah, maybe 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 it isn't a virus maybe it's so you just changed it now? Yeah, no, I'm not a doctor. Well, but you get you. I think <laughs> yeah, you're probably the closest to a doctor out of all of us. Jesus, I don't know what a virus is. They can't really prove it. You go there and you say I'm not feeling well. I always go, it must be a virus. Like, you know, they can't fucking see anything. They just fucking make it up. Well, this is the thing. I've I've realised that like I've not had. You know, people always just get getting put on antibiotics. Yeah, they are. not good yeah. for you, those. I've not had antibiotics since I was about ten. Yeah, right. Like, I don't understand what. Yeah, what? What is? I had to have them in. A, are they not just? I don't understand that no, sort of blanket. No, they, well, they sort of kill everything in your body. So that's why it's bad. Not, well, it's bad because that means you can <coughs> afterwards. You certain foods you can't have again. So I, we, me and the me and the wife got a gastroenteritis in the Philippines. Yeah. Got very cocky of our food. Opposite of Trev. Been there for two and a half weeks. You're in Asia, so I don't know if you've been to Asia. You've got weird rules about what to eat, mm. and then we just had uh, raw fish from a from a guy's uh, stand, oh, and we're just oh, just so many really? sicks and poos, and then eventually had to yeah. just we tried to sort of just get did over they, it. Did that kill the romance? Yes, <laughs> somewhat. Yes. Yeah, it, it didn't help, yeah. and then yeah. we had to have about uh, antibiotics to get rid. There of. is something like yeah, that is the one time I think because I've got a real not phobia, but like I don't like sort of. I never fart in front of my girlfriend. Oh, okay. I like. I get. I can't. I can't. I can't do a poo if I think she can hear. Yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah right. Right. Have you not been on holiday though? If you sharing, but, no, but, no, but, yeah, I was gonna say. But there, if you get like any illness, that is when 
all bets are off. All bets are off. Yeah, Suddenly yeah. you've got to put shame to one side yeah, and just yeah, yeah. let it happen. My dad had that phobia. I remember I living with my dad when I was living at home with my parents. I was there like, I just wouldn't move out. I was there like fucking <laughs> 30 years. I never saw him go to the toilet to take a shit. He just wouldn't do it. <laughs> I remember really? once he was on his way to the toilet and he noticed I was there and he like veered away <laughs> and went to the bathroom. <laughs> like, man, the shit in the, in the bedroom. Yeah, he just had this terrible. He had, he had, he had a terrible. Woods. I had a terrible phobia. Really? And then one day, well, but both toilet, like but number ones and twos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no, number, right, number, number two. Number, what's number two? What's that one? Oh, that's <laughs> a shit. Oh, that's a shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not a difficult <laughs> code to have cracked yeah, up right, to sixty yeah. years, Jeff. And no point did you think to ask. It's based on the level of importance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think number two. I think it's number two. Is Cockney rhyming because it rhymes with poo? Is that true? And then number one became we. And then number true? three became Wank. Well, no, number three didn't become Wank. Dad's worst shut nightmare. Out. This happened. But Dad's nurse, worst nightmare about this shitting phobia was he uh, he got really badly constipated and uh, uh, couldn't shit for like three days, <laughs> and he had to go to the hospital. And uh, it was yeah, a total humiliation for poor Dad. Uh. It was like yeah, the doctor uh, got my dad in some kind of fucking. <laughs> 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 Doggy position. What's, oh, what's no. yeah, that sort of position. Yeah, you know, all fours. He had to put like an enema. Oh. Enema tube up my dad's ass. And while all this is going, my dad's totally humiliated. He hates anything to do with you know, <laughs> toilets and all that kind of stuff. But, so there, he's on the, the, the table and he had this like tube up his ass. And next minute, all these female medical students oh. came through. Oh, no. There's about 10 of them just hovering, oh, <laughs> just no. hovering around my dad. Oh, what a and he said he's absolutely humiliated. In, but he, uh, told, so he told you about that. No, we had a bit of a family meeting over it. Family meeting. Why has Dad got a tube on his bum? Yeah, we, no, we always say, have you ever, you ever, seen, you ever seen Dad have a shit? No, never. Even, even Mother said. Guys, family meeting. Guys, come around. Have you ever seen Dad have a shit my mother said uh, she'd been with him like fucking 45 years. Never seen him. Like, That's amazing. That's so good yeah, to get yeah. up for 45 years. Yeah. Oh. I never mentioned it public because I thought, yeah, my dad wouldn't, maybe wouldn't like it. That's um, amazing. But, you oh, know, because like, I'm not that. I'm not. My phobia <laughs> isn't that extreme. <laughs> my phobia isn't of like people knowing I'm having a shit. Mine yeah. is just people hearing me having shit. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if me and yeah. What is that technique? Tell me the older. Put the old earphones. In. Uh, so I've done it. Like if I'm on a train and mm. I, I want, to, I need to go. And, you know, train toilets, sometimes there's people, like, if it's a busy train, people just are about, you know, that's the yeah. other side of a door. Yeah, so the yeah, thought of right. them hearing, it's horrible, sometimes it? I, I know it's going to happen, so what I've got to do is put headphones on yeah. and loud music so that I can't hear it. Yeah, and right, I can sort right. of trick myself into thinking they can't hear this it. This is a trick you can use. You know, sometimes it, it can be very embarrassing if you're over a woman's place and you have a shit and it yeah. just stinks. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so what you have to do as it as it come as the shit comes out and hits the water, flush straight away. Oh, but what if you do more than one bit? Uh, oh, you mean the, the noise of it? Yeah. Do you, no, know, do you know the other techniques? If you just put paper in first. Yeah, that's it. But it's the the, the disgusting smell. The smell. Oh, it's you just want goes straight. So you're flushing yeah, flush it. Oh. it as it's coming out. Flush that's it. Flush a great it. technique. Yeah, that's right. So you don't have this lingering. <laughs> have you ever used that? Yeah, try that one because uh, you know the. Uh, if you're married, doesn't matter so much. You're, yeah, who gives a fuck when you're married? But the uh, <laughs> clearly your dad. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, my dad cared, but the. Um, I think the yeah, that's a, a technique you can use. All oh, right, that's a good Trevor's pearl of wisdom I've for the week. One of that. So, so in terms of homework, homework was difficult this week. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, of yeah, the illnesses. Um, but I did send you a list of. I, I, it's because this is the thing. Because you're a bit of a 
hypochondriac. In it, you're you're straight down a doctor's. Get down I'm there, a bit mate. more. I'm one of these people that always goes for a bit more of a you're like holistic, mm, self mm, ancient health. Native American. placebo. Yeah. See, Julie gives me all these concoctions. Yeah, I, 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 they taste. I like ginger because it yeah. just feels like it's cutting through shit. Yeah. So I'll have ginger and honey, and I just generally think it's quite tasty. Yeah. But I don't think it does anything at all. So yeah, so that's what I sent you. So I sent you a list of ways to make yourself better. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll read that again. The... I will read that again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, because you, so but you, this is what I know. So normally you don't, you're not that active. But what have you? If you've been ill, you just couldn't be asked to read the email. I, I, I didn't know the what was behind it. I know he sent me the email, but I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> that's not Julie uh, clicking on a link will reveal. Trevor, I, did send, I sent you a link to uh, yeah. about masturbation when you were ill, and you read that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I read that. Yeah, I devoured that. Didn't I? <laughs> so what was that one? It basically was like I was sort of, I was sort of trying to help Trevor out of my own. Way. I was like, well, mm. I know what he's into, and I thought, well, maybe. I was checking whether the health benefits of masturbation. Some people argue, you know, you lose a bit of nutrient and stuff, but actually, generally, the the consensus, according to a doctor who bothered to answer this question because someone had asked, he said generally it's pretty good. It reduces your stress levels. Endorphins. Endorphins. Even when you're sick. Yeah, when you're sick. Okay, right, right. I think it boosts in. They always say it's good for a hangover. That's what they recommend. It's funny, when I was was young, like 16, 17, I'd masturbate. Uh, uh, Health condition didn't come in. I masturbated. Repeatedly when I had hepatitis. <laughs> and, and actually, sorry, um, sorry, 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 go back a Sorry. Yeah. Did you have hepatitis? Yeah, when I was younger, yeah. And then, yeah. and masturbation. Yeah, 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 I found cured it. Cured it. No, I didn't cure it. It just, uh, <laughs> just, just, just went no, alongside. It went but, hand uh, in hand uh, with it. No, because uh, I felt sick at the time, it increased the pleasure of the orgasm for some oh, right. reason. I, I didn't. Really? How did you get hepatitis? What's oh, that? I used on? to play in drains when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, of yeah. course, Jeff. Of course. Yeah. I used to play oh, in stormwater wh- drains. What type and... of hepatitis? Isn't there different types? Uh, I had hepatitis. Uh, you got A, B, and C, I think, isn't it? Right. And I think I had C. No, so, so what's because I don't. Isn't... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One of them, like, pretty much game over like you've yeah, yeah. got it for life yeah. I think hey. B is quite a bad one yeah I think I'd see actually I thought A is, is it is, different you... to the wee and poo number system 
Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think hepatitis B is like Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, well, right. no, but, you know, that's a wee poo. You said wee poo wank for one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. So it gets sort of worse as you go down. Yeah, I know. But hepatitis is the opposite. C is. I've had jabs. Right. For... I see. I'd see. Yeah, but yeah. it's very felt f- f- really unwell. I turned slight yellow. Yeah. Isn't that jaundice? Oh uh, yeah, you get jaundice with it. Oh, you get jaundice as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, because your uh, liver's packing up. Oh so. god. So what was? What do they give you to? So that's curable, obviously, because you don't have it anymore. Yeah, I think they gave me a lot of bed rest and um... told you to stop playing in drains. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got scarlet fever as well. It's a very rare. Jesus I've got scarlet Christ. fever when I was a kid. No wonder you're hypochondriac. Scarlet fever entail. I've heard of that, but I, I thought that was like a sort of Victorian yeah, you disease. Go bright red, mate. Like a, like a, <laughs> you're like a red mate. Colors. You're like a fucking fab. It's fucking went bright, fucking red. So what? Scar- how do you get scarlet fever? Is that drains? The drains. It was the drains. The drains again, mate. The fucking drains. Get out of the drains. So, what, you the- so what age were you when you played in drains? Uh, when we first went to Australia, I was playing in drains. Lizards, <laughs> mate. I'd say probably about the age of 12. 12, 13, just yeah. Just a couple of years. Just after the lizards. Yeah, the, the drains are really big and a lot of fun to fucking play in. <laughs> you're like yeah. one of those, you know in those films, like in the future, like Total Recall, there's like weird little drain, drain kids. kids. You're like one of them. Like... Was it just on yourself or you had friends? Was there, I, was it, I had friends. It was a social thing to yeah, hang out Yeah, it's a social thing to do, that's right. So they all get diseases. They ran through the whole hostel. They were like, the, the drains were about as wide as that screen. Fucking, oh, oh, right. And they had like, like, and you could run up and down them, and even if it was dry, you could take your bike in there and fucking oh, scoot up and down. That and all that kind of, they're quite good fun, but they're full of disease and yeah. shit. <laughs> was and there animal, animals in there? Uh, animals go in there, yeah. You get you know, dead cats and fucking, um, uh, fucking whatever dogs and cats that always fall in the drain. Oh, you know, they'd fucking stagger to the edge and. Just, just go down the side. Oh. Did, all... did your mates get ill as well? Uh, not when I when I got sick, they didn't. But you know, the, no doubt they would have got sick at some point. Well, the picture paints a thousand words. The three hundred word poem is a little bit futile, so I'm off to bed. You managed to do the poem, so yep. we got this week's regularly the sickness made. Was... Physical, but Physical. didn't affect your mind. In fact, which means good to know the poem is always a doable thing for truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're saying doable. It's definitely your most your favourite part, isn't yes. it? Yes, <laughs> I do. I really enjoy on the sofa. Yep. So this right. is Trevor's poem of the week. Okay, uh, my reading is all right. I don't read it fucking well, but it's uh, it's called Art Poem Volume Two or Version Two, right? Being a man of culture, a lover of art, I've much to choose from in the old art. From Constable to Turner, the Poms did their bit, dragging mankind from the primeval pit. Art is our humanity, but for Van Gogh, it crippled his sanity. He cut off his ear in a moment of pain, holding his hand over a candle flame. He painted and painted, ignoring his plight, then ended it all, one starry night. He died a pauper, not a cent to his name, but since his death, times have changed. Now the world admires his passion and skill, and sunflowers sold for 54 mil. <laughs> He was mate with Gauguin, a post-impressionist, a drunk, a lech, a true hedonist. He went to Tahiti to die for pearls, to ply his art and shag young girls. But it proved too much, he felt quite ordinary, and after a night with Lolita, he died of a coronary. Pablo Picasso was the last of the three, a rebel and a true revolutionary. He was a realist, a modernist with a period of blue, and he made it big when he discovered the cube. Pablo is a hero, I hold him dear, and he did it all without losing an ear. There are artists today who have the acclaim, 
Alsem Kaifer is one such name. Seeing his work the other day, I didn't understand it, but I was blown away. He used sheets of lead, lovingly hammered and draped on beds, lined up in hospital formation and giving scope for rumination. The rooms were lead lined, shimmering grey, provoking the mind, engaging the brain. Their objects as I went ahead, made from, you guessed it, lead. Lead and door frames, books and boulders, like the stuff used on your molars. Scholars could debate if the exhibit was the cleverest, but without doubt, it was the heaviest. Oh, that is... They're getting bigger and That's better. Like, everybody, everybody, everybody. Got yeah. climax in more, that. More, more sophisticated. Oh, they, I see yeah. a bit of Van Gogh in you, Trev. You think so? After you pass away, your legend will increase. You're right, yeah. He died poor, didn't he? He did, he did, did. die poor. I think he saw one painting that his brother fucking bought. We can, so. sell, we can sell off your podcasts when you pass, Trev. <laughs> we'll sell off the poems. We'll get them signed. Oh, the poems are getting this signed is, and framed. I like this one. Joel yeah. can have that one. Add it to the collection. You obviously used to have a lot of pets. And yeah. You don't have, and then you said something to me. I was emailing you some ideas, and you said about you had a... You live with an elephant. And a, I know what happened. was I was at a club in Canberra uh, having a beer one night. I started chatting with this bloke. I had my Chinese wife. Uh, with me at the time, uh, yeah, she was back then. She was, you know, she was strikingly had in a prime, was like five foot nine, you know, long, yeah, you know, stunningly good looking. Yeah, I mean, she's turned to shit now, but the, um, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it happens to all of us, doesn't it? Not, not <laughs> condemning it for it, uh, but she, yeah, fucking badly deteriorated. But the, um, <laughs> but at the time, and uh, this the bloke, he was looking, chatting to me, but I could see he's fucking looking at her, going, oh, yeah, I wish. Yeah, I was going to fuck off, and um, I like to give her one. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't blame him. I, yeah, you know, I think the same. Yeah, you know, with someone, I, I think that all the time uh, with an attractive woman. You know what I mean? Just natural <laughs> the way men, men just think. Julius, Julius. <laughs> yeah. right, okay, right. No, but I, I don't carry it out. It's just no, the thought process. Thought. Yeah, no, course, no, it's yeah. highly immoral to you know to try anything. Or I'm yeah. thinking you can't help it. Fuck it, you know, you can't, where you think, but can't cage up an imagination. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, <laughs> I said to, him, said to him, "What do you do for a living?" And he said, uh, "I'm a clown." And I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "I'm a circus clown." And there's like a circus in Canberra, yeah. just about 200 yards from the club. So he invited me and Hattie to the show uh, to see his clowning thing the yeah. next night. So we go there, big big fucking tent, the whole bit, and uh, he does his clowning stuff you know what I mean does his bit and that's then any comes, good yeah he's very, very good at it I thought I, I hate clowns custard anyway. pie and all that stuff oh, I, I forget what he did he's very good at it very oh, agile and athletic but yeah, yeah it's I, I can't tolerate clowns but the uh, <laughs> I must admit when it's done well you go yeah. well fucking you know yeah fucking gotta give credit but the yeah. uh, then he said to me, I've just got to get chained, get out of my clown gear. And, uh, <laughs> you know, can't go to the club, you know, dressed as a fucking clown. So he said, uh, just come to my caravan. Um, I'm, I'm living with the elephant. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Anyway, my ex-wife, Hattie, was terrified of animals. Like, yeah. terrified. Because in China... All animals. All animals. Because she comes from, like, uh, uh, communist China. And yeah. they didn't have pets in China. Mm. No. When she was a kid, she never saw a pet. Oh, really? Didn't have, I'd fucking eat everything. You know, you, I don't blame them. It's, you, you know, you've got one and a half billion people to feed. You yeah. can't be particular about what you're going to eat. Yeah, right. So if you see, a, if you had a pet, you'd fucking eat it eventually. Right. So, so she she had no contact with animals. 
Yeah. Apart from the ones that were dead and she was eating them. Yeah. So whenever she saw an animal and she came to Australia, she'd freak out. Puppy dogs, cats. Really? Wow. Freak out. Yeah, fucking freak out. <laughs> I heard her screaming one day. She's going, I thought she was being like fucking raped or something. Yeah. So I pelt down the steps and she's like, a puppy dog is like just playful, bounding at it. She's going fucking hysterical. Yeah. So this is her fear of animals. Oh, this was a f- she'd literally faint. I'm not, she would wow. actually get to the point where she'd hyperventilate and pass out. God, if a dog you came and I together must have been a nightmare. Hey? <laughs> so, so anyway, so uh, I've got her with me and, and uh, I didn't know what he meant. I'm living with a fucking elephant. It must be a fucking massive caravan. But the uh, anyway, I go looking for the caravan. It's the last one. He'd give me directions. It's yeah. a fucking big caravan. But I didn't, I was puzzled. I don't know what he fucking meant. I'm living with the elephant. So anyway, I knock on the door and he uh, he opens it and we go in and he, his bunk, he's got a bunk here. And uh, I just go into the, uh, she comes in first and goes around to the right. And I, we didn't even look to the left. And then we, we just sit down like that and he's with his bunk. Then I turn to the left, there's a fucking elephant there. Mate, full, in the caravan? In the caravan, yeah. Full blown <laughs> African elephant. Anyway, my wife, yeah, he just fucking didn't say anything. She like froze like a fucking manacle. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Scared of a puppy. Yeah, yeah that's right. So she's got the first... elephant. The, yeah. the, head, the, 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 the head of the elephant was like where you are now. That's where the helmet's head was. Like a <laughs> big fucking elephant. Yeah. <laughs> the elephant's oh. fucking head was, and it had like a wine mesh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, to separate it. But right. you know, if the elephant got pissed off, what the fuck's that going to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And. Uh, so anyway, he noticed that I'm fucking freaking out yeah. and like and, and happy. She's like, yeah. she wasn't freaking out at all. She's like, total still, like it's that, all, like yeah. yeah, turned into a, like a fucking stone. And he said, I oh, don't worry, it's fucking. Ele- yeah, I've been living with the elephant for like two years, and no fucking <laughs> problems at all. And then he then he had a baseball bat, you know, by the bed. I said, what's that for? He said, well, if you look there, there's a hole in the wire, and what the elephant does every fucking night, it does it. It puts its trunk. Through the fucking hole, grabs all my clothes and fucking <laughs> and, like steals my clothes. So if I'm awake and I see the trunk coming to, I just fucking bash oh, the fucking oh, bash the fucking trunk of the elephant and oh, just to God. fucking. It doesn't really hurt. It's like an elephant. It's but baseball bat to us, obviously, it's a yeah. major fucking uh, weapon. But to an elephant, it's like being a fucking. Like a fly. Being hit by a chopstick. I suppose yeah. you're chopstick, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So anyway, so that, that was my idea. That's, I couldn't fuck. And we're conversing, you know. I, yeah, we yeah. stayed there for about forty-five minutes. I just had to have a conversation when there's an elephant yeah. right next to you. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. mention the yeah. fucking elephant in the yeah. caravan. Yeah, the elephant nodding in agreement at times. Oh, fucking, no. it's involved in the conversation. Oh, the fucking bizarre. elephant, like you know. He's really drawn the short straw there, isn't he? Got the old bunking up the elephant yeah. someone gets a oh fuck terrible those, room, those clowns and circus workers they get treated like shit it's unbelievable yeah I mean that is bad <laughs> they get like five dollars an hour he was, he was on like a hundred five dollars an hour he's got to live with the elephant yeah, yeah that's, that's right that's the signing that deal <clears throat> he was on shit money he was, he was on like a hundred and fifty dollars a week but he got accommodation yeah but he had to because you also told me what was that weird accommodation you had about living in a wardrobe or something yeah yeah I, I, I was going to go to Canberra I, I'd know where to live and a friend, a friend of mine said well I've got a he lived in a bed setter and he said uh, you can live with me I've got a walk-in closet you can live in there like five dollars a week rent <laughs> five dollars a week yeah, five dollars a week rent yeah so he said it's a fucking walk-in closet oh well that's really cheap 
It is cheap, yeah. But that is, so you, you, you but it is a closet. You live literally in a closet. Yeah, yeah, it was a walk-in closet. Anyway, but I, I moved into it. I put a mattress in the closet. He didn't even move his clothes out, so I had, like, fucking <laughs> long, his longer coats and garments, like, hanging in my face when I was asleep. And, uh, <laughs> Very fucking comfortable. And then he, uh, what he'd done is he, he put, he said to make it more like a little house, he, he did these like childish paintings of a sunrise and a sunset on different walls. So they were like windows. You know what oh I mean? my so I'd, look God. At, I'd look at the painting and be like, oh, that's, yeah, what I mean. And so I used to get uh, claustrophobia attacks in there, apparently. If the door blew shut, you know, the wardrobe door would be locked in this fucking box. I'd sometimes freak out in the night, start oh screaming, and yelling for my mother and shit. It's quite. Jesus Christ, that sounds and awful. It, so I was, um, but it was right, it was going to the toilet. So uh, so every morning, like clockwork, he'd get up at about 7 o'clock and, and have these disgusting fucking ablutions. And the uh. smell would drift under the fucking door, completely permeate my little uh. home. And <laughs> you lived there for how long? Uh, five months. Not too, uh, <laughs> so I, I like to get up, so basically, him taking a shit with my alarm clock. Oh, that was basically it. That's awful. And then I'd try and get women back there, back to the. I'd take them back to the bed sitter, and then I'd leave the closet door open and sort of, you know, I wouldn't force anyone in the closet, but I'd sort of. What do you mean you're hanging? You meet a woman and you bring them back, and then. Yeah, that's right. But then you, you couldn't have it sex in the. Presumably they'd just walk away if they saw you. Oh, no, I tried to. If they liked me enough, they'd come in the closet but they, none of them liked me they didn't make a, a commitment to it so I, I never got a woman in the closet <laughs> not one woman would fucking venture that's out that's the only time that story's ever sort of that sentence has been a sad ending like, I never got the woman in the closet yeah. in a little bit sorry if you rather yeah. like, <laughs> good, good, good news it's funny how you, you acclimatise it, it did feel like home after about three months oh, back, you know, I'd made space and and I felt quite comfortable. Why did you move out? Or did you get kicked out? Well, he... Um... Did he get a new coat? <laughs> <laughs> I think I went, I went back to Adelaide, I think. I, I, uh, have you ever been to Canberra? You probably haven't. No, it's no. very quiet. I got a bit fucking bored with it. I thought, time to fucking move out of the closet yeah. and uh, back to my parents' place, which is a, a retrograde step, really. Like it's... Uh, Moving back with my parents. Oh, dear. Fucked, wasn't it? No wonder you're delighted. I was on the dial for 20 years, so I had no money and right. totally dependent on my parents. Well, right. um, Trev, thanks mm. for, for being here. Good catching up. Thanks for being part of it. I hope you feel better. I hope, um, yeah, I yeah. hope you give him a great lesson in the gym. I'm, I'm really excited listening. about this. It's going to be my new... I'm having, I'm having a health kick, I've decided. Oh, yeah, OK. Thanks, Trev. Thanks, Trev. Uh, that's all right. So Trev, how did he get on this week? It's not really his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. He's ill. Yeah, but he still didn't open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not open in the, not even clicking on the link that yeah, I sent of things on, to Trev. do to get well. And most of them are really simple as well. Yeah. So he didn't bother doing that. He yeah. didn't give Julia a massage. It's like when you know, this basically, you know, at school when you ask for an extension on some homework. We've that's yeah. what we've given him this week. We're giving an We're extension. Give him on an that. extension. There was still some absolute. Home was good. Poem was great. Always good. Uh, highlight for you, though? Oh, I mean, there were still loads of highlights. I think the information about his dad um, having a phobia of anyone hearing him have a, a poo yeah. might family be my favourite. Having a family meeting, meeting about your dad's <laughs> lack of uh, having shits is, you know, I, that was my favourite moment of the week. I enjoyed uh, meeting a clown who lived with, a, with an elephant. Cause that <laughs> just sounds like the most amazing. It just doesn't sound real, but it obviously was sounds real. Like a film, sounds like a, a like a Disney Pixar it film like in a the making. Crap, eighties movie. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Guys, if you've enjoyed this penultimate episode of yes. Series 1 of Babysitting Trev, uh, two things you can do. Uh, one, if you enjoyed it, go on iTunes, get us up that rating board, five yeah. stars, give us a little review. Yeah, so spread nice the word, keep the Trevolution going. And you can do that. And you can also get in touch uh, to give us feedback, give us some ideas for next season, things we're going to um, see, um, we're going to get Trevor to do, um, other tasks, other homework at Babysitting Trev on Babysitting Twitter. Trev That's on right, Twitter. isn't it? Uh, and obviously next week is going to be the final episode. The final episode where, where we're will actually, be. Me and, me and him are actually going to go to the gym. You are going to the gym. I'm really excited. I'm and excited. also kind of scared. I set him to go to the gym again. That was my, I'll take that again with you. And you've asked him to do, um, for Julia, you've asked him Oh, just to some do... chores around the house. I thought it would be a nice final week thing. She can actually, we'll throw it over to Julia to set the homework for him. She can just get him to do a few bits around the house to help her out. Thanks, guys. Bye. Cheers for listening. Babysitting Trevor is a dot 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 production hosted by Carl Donnelly, Chris Martin and Trevor Crook and is produced by Joel Porter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.